all aboard the Freedom Express. I'm your conductor, Josh. What do you do when you're being lied to incessantly? You tune in to the Freedom Express podcast for explanations that are rooted in facts instead of facade. So it's so nice to be out of D.C. and back to good old South Carolina air. Uh, coincidentally, I have a headache now. Um, it's kind of odd. Just a coincidence, though, I assume. Um, All right, so our intrepid uh, Vice President Kamala Harris has been in Guatemala the past week trying to to tell uh, all those people not to migrate here illegally. Please don't come illegally, she said. But what she did do is she handed out cookies to all of the reporters that followed her there. Um, and what's interesting about these cookies is, I don't know if they were gluten-free or not, but what they did have on them was, um, in frosting, they had her face, (laughs) her her likeness, enshrined upon these cookies. So, just, it was very ornate looking, too. Um, I mean, but, just, yeah, here's a cookie with my, with my likeness on it. (laughs) Just oh my goodness, what are what a fearless leader, very selfless too. In fact, you know it it takes a special type of person to be able to move beyond oneself and give cookies uh, with their face on it. Um, so that's great. Um, also, what is art? That's been a question that uh, philosophers have been asking for ages. Um, but apparently. Art has moved to a new level here. So, um, an Italian artist uh, this past month sold an invisible sculpture for $18,000 that, quote, only exists in his mind. Um, So I happen to have a whole lineup of invisible sculptures, and get this, I'm selling mine for only $10,000. So make sure you email me or send me a question if you would like one of my invisible sculptures for $10,000. Well, I bet you didn't see that one coming. Speaking of emailing, you can make sure to email me a question, freedomexpresspodcast at gmail.com, or you can send me a question on Instagram. Follow me there at freedomexpresspodcast. Well, to look forward to in this eighth episode, we are witnessing the biggest cover-up in the history of cover-ups. Now, there have been a lot of cover-ups, but this is the biggest. It's huge. Believe me, there has not been any more a cover-up any huger than this one. It's huge. Believe me. Believe me. We're going to take a look at the latest revelations about the origins of the COVID. Plus, why are you not allowed to ask questions about the vaccine? Could it be that the powers in charge don't want the questions asked? I don't know. We'll take a look at that. But first, I want to <laughs> kind of give you um, a journey back in time to a story of my childhood. All right. So I was, of course, the model child. I mean, who wasn't? Well, I was. I was perfect in about every single way, except the ways that I wasn't. So, you know, like all well-behaved children, I was with my cousin one time, jumping on my grandmother's bed, you know, like well-behaved children do. And I was jumping up and down, and I happened to, uh, accidentally, I don't even know how this happened, uh, grab the pole chain, so the, the, my grandmother's ceiling fan was directly over her bed. So I happened to grab the pull chain from uh, the ceiling fan, and I yanked the pull chain off and broke it. And I was like, uh-oh. 
So I immediately stopped jumping, and I reached up and I tried to stuff it kind of back in there and see if it would go back in. This was prob this was at least ten years ago, so don't think I did this yesterday. Shh. But I tried to put it back in there, but it wouldn't go. And finally, I was like, you know what? I have to take responsibility and go tell my grandmother because it would be better for me to tell her at than for her to find out herself, and then that would make her probably more mad at me. But it turns out she was very gracious about it, um, and by the way, it's still broken to this day. Sorry, Grandma. But what I did was I took responsibility, and I was like, hey, I broke this. But apparently responsibility is a foreign concept if you happen to be employed at the Wuhan Institute of Virology. Let's dive into the biggest cover-up this world has ever seen. Alright, so there's a new study out by British and Norwegian scientists, it was kind of a joint effort there, that says that they have proof that COVID was engineered and then retro-engineered to cover up. Let me explain what all those big, fancy words mean. So what these scientists found in the study was that, the vir that in the virus, there was a row of four amino acids giving off a positive charge. You're like, okay... What does that mean? But this has basically a null chance of occurring in nature. And this specific trait has made it easily transmissible to humans because it bonds to the negative amino acids found in our blood. There's a quote by one of these scientists here. Let me pull it up real one second. Well, this guy happens to be Norwegian, but I'm going to give him a British accent because I can't do a Norwegian accent. So here we go. The laws of physics mean that you cannot have four positively charged amino acids in a row. The only way you can get this is if you artificially manufacture it. Yes, I know, you have never heard a more beautiful British accent in all of your life. But let's get to the content of this quote. Wow, is that not mind-blowing? But that's not all this study found. They found that um, the Wuhan scientists from the Wuhan Institute of Virology. And remember, I talked about this extensively in, in episode 5. So if you don't remember what the Wuhan Institute of Virology is or how all this is linked, make sure you go check out this uh, episode 5 first. But these Chinese scientists, after it leaked from their lab, then tried to re-engineer that it came naturally from bats. Wow. Let me recap. The COVID has a unique fingerprint that says it had to have been engineered. It couldn't possibly have come about naturally. And not only did it not come about naturally, but it was released. And then they tried to cover up and make it look like it was released naturally. Now, they could have taken responsibility like I did as the model child and worked to fix it together. But no, they said, oh, let's re-engineer this virus so it saves our backsides. But here's where the cover-up continues on American soil. Remember Dr. Fauci? He's Biden's top medical expert at this point. So Lord Fauci's emails were found under the Freedom of Information Act. And it turns out that he knew about the, this possibility that COVID came from a lab from the get-go. But he refused to look into it, and he told the public that there was no possibility other than a source 
from nature. So Fauci knew that there was even the slightest possibility that COVID was engineered. But he refused to let us, the public, know, by the way, that pay his 400 plus thousand a year salary, highest paid government official Fauci is. Keep that in your mind. But he refused to even give us that possibility. Why? Because he was funding this lab. And remember, I talk about that in episode five. But these emails prove that he knew that it could have come. And he did nothing about it. He did not tell us this. He did not look into it. This begs the question, why did he not look into it? So what did he know? What did Dr. Fauci know? When did he know it? And why didn't he tell us? But it turns out Fauci knew a lot of things that he didn't tell us. So remember, remember at the beginning of the pandemic, the very, very beginning, Fauci talked about how uh, people didn't need to go out and buy masks because masks didn't do anything. Because the masks didn't do anything. But, but after a couple months, he, decided, he made a total flip-flop, did a 180, and he's like, oh, you have to wear a, mask while, wear a mask while doing everything. A mask in your home, a mask in your car, mask outside, doing everything. Don't take your masks off or you'll die, was basically the, the attitude that he wanted to present there. And when asked about his total flip-flop on this, uh, Fauci responded with, oh, science is evolving. What does that even mean? Science is evolving. Now, if you, you try to question any other science in any other uh, field of uh, liberalism, you um, you'd ask about climate change or you ask about transgenderism or anything like that. Oh, the science is fixed. The science is secure. But no, no, when it comes to COVID, the science is always evolving. And uh, Fauci actually said this about his critics. He said that the the attacks on him were really very much an attack on science. So anything that you say against Lord Fauci is in fact against Mother Nature herself. Oh my goodness. You can't say anything against Dr. Fauci because you are anti-science then. If you say, I don't like his haircut... That's anti-science. If you say, I don't like the way he dresses, the way he ties his shoes, that, my friend, is anti-science. You should be ashamed of yourself and just cut out the middleman and ban yourself from Twitter already. But I, I kind of digress there. Fauci needs to go. He's, remember, the highest paid government official, more than the president, more than anybody else. We're left with kind of two two possibilities here. Either he's grossly incompetent or he's a liar. Which one is it? Now, I'd prefer to hope that he's just incompetent, but we have to look into this and we can't keep paying him his 400 plus thousand to be incompetent or to be a liar because it's one of those two because he knew, remember, we talked about this. He knew that it could have come from a lab, and he didn't tell us. Fauci needs to go. He caused fear where none was necessary. Fauci needs to go. 
uh, speaking speaking of fear, uh, it's still being used uh, to scare people um, into taking the vaccine. So this is still related to COVID. Now, I'm, I'll, I'll tell you, take the vaccine if you want to. If you've looked into it, if you've researched it, if you feel in your spirit that that's what you should do, go ahead, take the vaccine. If you're scared to go out otherwise, take the vaccine. I personally am not going to take the vaccine. Um, I'm just automatically suspicious of anything that the government is saying that I'll die without. Um, and he's also, um, in some cases, paying people to take the vaccine. Um, is that kind of like paying people to not work? I wonder I wonder how that one works. Um, but you're like, hey, Josh, why aren't you taking that? And it's not out of some uh, unfounded fear of some microchip running rampant through my body. That's that's not what I think. I don't think there's a microchip in the vaccine. Um, I do have reasons, though, other than the, the flat-out not trusting the government. So my great-aunt took the vaccine, and within a week, she was found dead in her house. Now, she was already feeling a bit under the weather, and her doctor said to go ahead and take the vaccine anyway. But the thing is, basic, um, any medical expert that's worth their salt will tell you you're not supposed to take a vaccine because it is, it is injecting a disease into your body, uh, a weakened disease. But if your um, body is already fighting another virus, then it kind of causes it to go on overload and it's, uh, it's weakened, therefore. So she was already suffering from that. Also, a, a co-worker at my uncle's work died the day after she took the COVID vaccine. Now, do I know that the shot automatically caused these horrible deaths? No, I don't know that. But I have reasonable doubt in my mind. And once there's more testing done, I don't know, I might change my mind. Who knows? But there's not enough testing been done for me. And I think it's okay to have questions about the vaccine. I think it's okay to have a stance that is against the mainstream. I mean, there have been studies shown that people still get, can you can still get the virus in some cases after getting the vaccine. You can still spread the virus after getting the vaccine. Uh, so a lot, of, a lot of questions are yet to be answered. And once those are answered, I might uh, revisit the question of whether I'm going to get it. But at this point, I am not. And if you have a different opinion about the vaccine, let me know. I want to hear it. Send me a question at freedomexpresspodcast at gmail.com or on Instagram at freedomexpresspodcast. Um, but I wanted to real briefly address the, the danger of vaccine passports because these are being implemented in several states, banned in several states, but still being implemented in some others. So it's bad enough when the government implements these vaccine passports because uh, infringing on freedoms just is the most obvious answer there. But the government is still supposedly accountable to us via democra- uh, democracy and our Republican form of government. But my real fear here is that it's not going to be the government um, that implements the vaccine requirements. It's going to be mega private companies based out of Silicon Valley that are going to implement these vaccine passports. It's going to be like Google and and companies like that. And you're going to say, oh, private companies, they can do whatever they want. And we've talked about this before. 
but it's not good when companies overreach onto us because there is no accountability for private companies. We have no oversight over private companies. Now, am I saying that we should publicize private companies? No, that's not what I'm saying. But I'm not saying I'm saying that we shouldn't give them the power to have that control over us. Because if they have no power to do it, then there can be no enforcement of these policies. And I'm not talking about your neighborhood Joe's Crab Shack saying, "Hey." You need to have your vaccine in order to eat my crab delicious sandwich. No, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying on a widespread, oh, they would use databases um, based off of these private companies and their um, their servers. And that's my fear, is that they would use those in order to enforce these vaccine passports. And I think that is just a very, very bad idea. Well, I know we're running a little bit on the shorter side today, but I think that's okay because there's a lot to sink in dealing with all of this COVID stuff. Uh, I wanted to turn real quickly to some uh, audience questions. Mr. Ronnie, hit me with them. Okay, so we have a question here from Joanna. Joanna asks, what is your favorite emoji? Now, this is a very deep and philosophical question that will reflect the innermost bounds of my soul. I like the smiley face. It's quite easily. I also like the the kind of the hmm, the suspicious glance, the the thinking pose. Um, kind of it's easy to to cast doubt into uh, my friend's texts. Hmm, did you really think this through? It can be interpreted several ways. Did you really think this through? Did you really know what you just said? Or, hmm, you may be right. Or, hmm, you may be wrong. Up to interpretation. It's really fun to use. I also have a question here from Bowden. Bowden asks, What do you think we can do to combat and deal with all of this corruption? He said that in response to my Instagram post talking about the biggest cover-up in history. In reference, of course, to this episode. But he, but what do you think we can do to combat and deal with all of this corruption? First of all, spread awareness. Talk to people yourself, or if you don't feel comfortable, refer them to, not necessarily, you can refer them to this podcast. That would be great. Thanks for doing that. But also just refer them to websites, um, to uh, news outlets that are proclaiming the truth about all of this. So awareness is first. Also, Contact your representatives and senators and tell them, hey, you work for me. This is what we as a people want you to research. This is what we as a people want you to investigate. We want you to look into this because this is not acceptable. So I think it's good to raise awareness, contact, and also just let your voice be heard. Speak out. Say, hey, this ain't cool, bro. If you talk like that, of course. But you say, hey, we're not going to roll with the COVID being released into our country. And just say, hey, okay, whatever. China did that. What? Okay, came from China. Eh, whatever. We need to hold people accountable. Don't know how else to say this. Hold people accountable. Say, hey, you're not off the hook. And especially these researchers that not only released the virus, but then engineered it to cover up their tracks. Hold them accountable. 
So that's my answer to your question, Bowden. Thank you so much for the questions, Joanna and Bowden. Make sure you send in more questions at freedomexpresspodcast at gmail.com. That is the email there. Or you can send in on Instagram at freedomexpresspodcast. Well, I am so much looking forward to hearing you guys, seeing what marvelous questions you can come up with there. Um, Tell your friends, and I'll see you next week on the next episode of The Freedom Express.